Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Today, as I promised, I have a special guest for you, Kevin from Next Level Universe. Kevin is a podcaster. He's a speaker. He's a podcast coach. He is passionate about self-improvement and entrepreneurship and just genuinely loves seeing other people succeed. He wants to help them get to the next level of their life. Now, before we jump into this conversation, I want to share something that just astounded me, and you'll hear us talk about it. Kevin has recorded over 1,200 podcast episodes on his own podcast, and he's done just about half of that, I think, in podcast interviews. Talk about someone who is committed to helping people grow, learn, and be their best self, taking that to the next level. If that does not excite you, I do not know what will. So hopefully you're thinking, come on, let's get on with it. Okay, let's do it. Let's hop into this conversation with Kevin. I'm Dr. Moore, a college psych professor, homeschooling mom, and entrepreneur, and I've spent the past 10 years learning how to balance everything. Here on the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, I'll share the ins and outs of maintaining a growth mindset and saying hello to grit, that thing that will get you to your long-term vision despite challenges and busy schedules. After all, you got into business to do more good in the world, right? So let's get started. Welcome, Kevin. I am so happy to have you on the podcast today. When I was looking at all that you've accomplished, did I see correctly that you have over 1,200 episodes of your own podcast recorded? Yes. So yeah, we do an episode every day. And this is the other thing that most people don't know. I've also, I think I've gone on 500-ish. So I'm approaching approaching 2,000. We'll get there in the next, you know, eight months, hopefully. Wow. What an accomplishment. How does it feel to be at that point? It's it's very interesting because in most of the rooms I'm in, I am the podcast guy, which I love and Mm. I'm I I feel really good about that. Mm -hmm. But at times it's always like, what am I missing? Because I have to be missing stuff because I'm not who am I learning from? I gotta make sure that I'm learning from the right people as well. So I'm I'm really, really trying to do my best to not become the guy who thinks he knows everything. So, yep, making sure that you're always in the room with someone who's further along, done more, done something a little differently so that you have that opportunity to learn. Yeah, I don't want to get caught up in my own hype. I think that's a that's a very, very dangerous game. And this is the interesting thing. I make mistakes every single day, especially on the podcast. So (laughs) I've never felt like I was too good. But I think that's also one of the things that speaks to the ability to do it for as long as we have and just the way we do it. So it feels really good. I feel very accomplished, but I also want to make sure I stay humble in those accomplishments because that's the only reason we are where we are. Yeah. And staying humble, I think, opens us up to new ideas and new pathways that we maybe wouldn't be aware of if we just got into this groove of saying, I've got it, I'm good. I don't need to really look outside my lane but you you kind of have to look outside your lane a little bit to keep that freshness, but also to keep moving forward, keep growing or maintaining if that's your your desire, your business. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh one of one of the questions I get asked is like, what is the most important thing for an early entrepreneur? It's like mm-hmm. it's a great question. I mean, you could go a million ways with that. For me, I think it's self awareness, and I think it just ties into what you were talking about because if you're not if you're so self aware that you understand. I'm the type of person just to do the same thing over and over, bury my head in the sand and say, this is how it's going to be forever. 
it's very important that you understand that two reasons. One, maybe that's the way you should do it. And maybe okay. that's what's right for you. Yeah. Two, maybe you should open your eyes to potential new horizons and maybe try new things. Three, understand that the results you are getting are based on the mindset that you have. A, are you okay with that? B, are you not? That that kind of understanding is, is super important. And I tell people this, like people will say, you know, if you just want to use like a dieting analogy, mm -hmm. I was I was a bodybuilder. Okay. So if I texted my coach and said, hey, I want to have pizza tonight. Mm -hmm. He might say, okay, if that's what you want, you do that. Just understand that it's probably not leading you to the goal that you want. And oh. just that that little awareness is like, you're allowing me to do it, but you're giving me the reframe that it's probably not helping. Okay, let me take that and run with it. So I think it all kind of comes together in a weird way. When you say that, it makes me realize, you know, I think a lot about shiny object syndrome, especially mm. when you're new to business and you need, you feel like you need all the things, You whether it's courses or equipment or this platform or that platform, it's hard to stay in your lane and say, okay, wait a minute, where's my goal? is this going to actually help me get to that goal? Is the pizza going to help me get to the bodybuilding goal? Probably not. Is it going to complete? I know, right? <laughs> is it going to completely derail you? No, right. in all reality, it's not, but it's going to make it slower to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are kind of starting that business, when you're at the beginning of things, a big part of that is consistency. Because I think, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, please do if I am. Consistency is how you figure out where you want to be going and what you actually want out of your business. 100%. I, and you can speak to this, I'm sure, as well. There's a lot of people that they try something. Mm -hmm. And this is how I like to break it down. They try something for just say a year. Mm -hmm. or even if we want to use, just let's just use that. Okay. And let's just say they've done it. They've done what they're trying once a week. So they've mm -hmm. done it 52 times in the grand scheme of things. 52 times is not a lot of times. No, it just isn't right. Imagine if you, if you went to the gym again, I guess the gym is going to be the analogy for this. If you went to the gym once a week over the entire year, that's not mm -hmm. really that much momentum built up. That's not a lot mm -hmm. of potential. And the interesting part is yes, you figure out what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You figure out what you're, what you're capable of growing at faster. Yes. You also figure things out, and this is the this is the paradox of success. You <laughs> figure out things that you're not going to end up using for two years. But so this is my my thought behind that is, you're in level one of the video game, mm -hmm. and you pick up a hammer, and you're like, I don't see any nails, and I don't see any rocks, I don't see any windows. I don't know what this is. This, this isn't worth it. It's not going to work. You never know when you don't get to realize that on level five, you need that hammer. And that's just another important piece of consistency. Not only does it teach you a lot about what you're doing, but it mm -hmm. teaches you a lot about yourself. And there's so much intrinsic stuff that happens when you're consistent. You have self-trust, your self-worth changes, you're, you become more confident because you're showing up. It's, I think it's one of the sexy things, consistency, but there's yeah. so much that goes into it. Yep from an internal and external frame. Now, see, so far you've said self-awareness, then self-trust and intrinsic things. Are you trying to tell me that what's inside us matters 
probably even more than the stuff that we can buy and that so. we can yeah i think so the the fir- we we started this original journey with a podcast called hyperconscious so for <sighs> me i want to know why why do i think the way i think in certain situations around certain people mm-hmm. that and i think i mean i've talked to so many entrepreneurs where it's not that you're not doing the right things. It's not that you don't know what to do. It's that you don't realize what's holding you back internally. Mm-hmm. You're going to struggle to make money for the rest of your life if you have a block around money. Mm-hmm. It's not a course. It's not coaching. It's not an event. It's not a retreat. It's you internally. Mm-hmm. And while that is a, a very potentially painful, uncomfortable thing to learn, it is also very freeing when you realize, oh, it's not that I need to learn a billion things it's that i need to unlearn this really big one thing and that's that's yes. a big shift ooh and i think especially when you're dealing with entrepreneurs a lot of times there's some type a in there <laughs> and some perfectionism and what happens is when you start putting things out there and you're saying i know what to do i know what to do i know what to do and you do it but you've got that internal stuff running whether it's you told yourself at some point or someone told you and you internalized that you can't make a mistake Mm. or that it has to be right the first time or that maybe you're not worth the money that you're worth, that you're making or that you want to make, that all of this gets in the way, that it stops us. And until we release all of that, that forward momentum is never going to happen. It doesn't matter how consistent you are. You can do the same thing for three years and never make progress unless you unlearn that stuff. Yeah. The problem is when we talk about consistency, most of us are talking about consistently doing, Mm -hmm. but like even that unlearning process, that's, I remember the first time I ever started talking to a client about a product and I was like, it's, $1,500 a month. And like, you think I got the sale? Not with that energy. (laughs) Nope. Right? That level of, okay, but when I did that five times that month, the fifth time Mm -hmm. I felt really good to the point where I once had a client say, I'm going to be the easiest sale you've ever had. How much is what I'm looking for? And I was like, this is great. And I was like, 900 bucks. And she's like, oh my God, it's way more expensive than I thought. I was like, oh man, wow, this is really backfired. But that level of comfort only came from the consistency of facing that inner stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I just think of it as the seasons, right? In the beginning, as an entrepreneur, you have to figure out uh, what is the most important skill that I don't have that I must learn. That's kind of where you got to start. And then yeah. you can only implement so much so quickly. Knowledge mm-hmm. is great. And I love knowledge and learning is super important. But understanding the difference between <laughs> awareness and impl- implementation, there's a big gap there for, for most yes. people, right? So what is your knowledge of your knowledge? What are you currently implementing? Mm -hmm. How quickly will you be able to implement new knowledge that you take? I think a lot of us get into this, this cycle where it's like, I know I should be doing a thousand things, but I can only really do five. Okay, cool. Let's Mm -hmm. just focus on that for a little bit. I think, and then taking it the step further and saying, I know all of this stuff. I need to implement this. I can implement five things, but then getting into a feedback loop where you have to be vulnerable and say, here's what I'm doing. Tell me, does it look okay? Is it, does it make sense? Does it work? And being, being critical and aware that you're going to have to make some adjustments. What you put out there is not perfect and it never will be. That's okay. It's not supposed to be. We're human. 
We are yeah. imperfect by design. So. And in the beginning, nobody cares anyway. Nope. That's the interesting thing is in the beginning, for better or for worse, people really don't care. My grandmother used to be the only one who listened to our episodes in the beginning. And here's Aww. the interesting thing. She's the sweetest. Shout out to Mima. And my mom did too. But my grandmother, I make a joke. She shares my post and the ink is still wet. I don't even know how she shares it as fast as she does. She's the she's the sweetest. But when we're getting feedback, there's two, there's two trains of thought. Okay. Mima, thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it very much. Like mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Also, it's not for you. So if you give me certain feedback, I have to be able to say, I understand that you are just blindly supporting me. I'm grateful for that. But the content is not for you. So I have to be very, very careful with the feedback that I take. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's a whole nother thing is some people are going to say, you're the best. Change nothing. You're the best. Other people are going to say, change everything. Maybe you're the worst. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. And it's about getting to that truth ultimately. And I think some of that is also not just taking one person's feedback, mm -hmm. but cultivating a network of people and resources who do, who should have some kind of say yeah. that are relevant to your brand, your mission, your values, your product, service, whatever it is, and listening to them as a whole. If one person out of 20 says, I don't like this, eh. I'm going to note it, but I'm going to come back to it. You know, if, if the same person is always hypercritical, maybe I'll sit down with them and say, hey, tell me more about this, because I'm curious now what's creating that. But I'm not going to go out and throw my entire website out the window on one person. Yeah. 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 You got to know. You do. And the the, the, the goes back to self-awareness, self knowing who your people are. Hyperconsciousness, Maura, hyperconsciousness. It's the other part of it, too, that I think. Again, I, I probably could have done more of this in the beginning, but to that original point that we had, mm -hmm. I didn't understand how to qualify feedback, really. I didn't understand, like, how, how do I know who to go to for feedback? So what would you do now? Oh, oh tricky question. It is, yeah, it is, because there's multiple, I mean, do you want, do you want the feedback to be right? Do you want it to be constructive? I think there's a lot of like layers there. Do you want somebody who's ahead of you who can tell you what to do? Do you want it from a consumer who can tell you what they want? I would probably go to five of the people that were most truthful in my life. And here's an, this part is very interesting. Okay. They want what's best for me regardless of themselves. That, the level of... If you come to me for advice and I'm afraid you're going to outgrow me, I can't really give you great feedback. Right. It's tainted with the thought that if I give too good a feedback, more is gone. She's going to she's going to go do her thing. Yep. So trying to find people in your life who want what's best for you, regardless of you, I think that's probably or regardless of themselves. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the best place to start, because at least, you know, there's no conditions to that feedback. Oh, unconditional feedback, which can also be very tough, but yeah, you know, I don't know how else to really, to really get it. We went through a phase where we would do, we did a live podcast every single week. So I have okay. my business partner and my co-host Alan mm -hmm. and the team would watch it. So I think at the time we had like an eight person team. Okay. We would do these kind of feedback calls after. 
And every week they're like, Kev, 10 out of 10. You're the man. Allen, four out of 10. Here's the, here's the list of improvements that you need to have. Now, my business partner is very different than me. He is hyper logical and he wants feedback. He could do the best thing in the world and he'd be like, uh -uh, I didn't do it as well as I could have. I need mm -hmm. feedback. Yep. So we got to the point where we realized that that conversation wasn't really constructive. Number one, it was affecting me because I assumed I didn't have to change anything. Mm -hmm. Number two, it affected him because he assumed he had to change everything. And here's kind of the kicker. From a delivery standpoint, nobody on the team had ever really given a speech. So they didn't really understand what we were doing. They might not have understood how difficult it was. We were getting really good feedback from the audience. So there was like so many things that, oh. yeah, there's so many things that go into that. But to the original, I guess, one of the through lines of this interview, mm -hmm. we did that so consistently that it was like this season is no longer as applicable as it mm -hmm. once was. Let's try a new season. And then yep. you just kind of evolve from there. But you learned from it. You learned yep. from being consistent. You learned that it was not a helpful way to gather feedback for this specific instance. Mm -hmm. You needed something different. Yep. But you wouldn't have known that had you only done it once or twice. Yep. 100%. So just... And, and it went back to being aware of what was and wasn't working. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I think that's the most... I really do. I think... Yeah, I've met so many people who it's kind of like um, if you think of it, there's people who are ready, aim, fire. There are people who are ready, uh -huh. ready, fire. There are people who are ready, 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 aim, 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 maybe never fire. Having that level of self-awareness, I'll check in with people who I haven't talked to in a year. Nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. And not because it couldn't and not because life circumstances, because there's a lot of people out there that are saying, yeah, I'm, it's all happening. It's all happening. I can feel the momentum building and I'm making all these connections. And it's like, hey, at some point, we got to let the arrow go and we got to let that thing land where it will. Mm -hmm. And then what we can do, the beautiful piece of this is we can walk to the arrow, we can string it up again, we can take another shot. We can take another shot. But I tend to be a messy action person. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm really good at getting trains rolling, mm -hmm. not always good at keeping them improving. Okay. Like, so that's a unique strength that I have, but that's because I realized that number one, you're going to get lay, way less feedback than you probably think, honestly, yes. right? And number two, you can't improve it until it's real, mm -hmm. until it's in the real world, mm -hmm. under real world conditions, you can't really improve something. And again, that's one of the paradoxes of success. And that's why success is challenging at times. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I was sitting down to write a presentation this week and was writing about that planning implementation balance. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what you described. You know, you have some people that will get out there and just put things out without really planning. You've got people that will plan, 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 plan. And some people that are kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And then there are the people that are seeing that progress because they're planning and implementing. Mm -hmm. And then going back and saying, what do I adjust? What do I how do I plan this a little differently? Implement again. And it's that balance of making sure you keep rolling forward. Yeah, it has to be. And that's the thing too, is like, I know people who are just fire, 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 fire. And that's not necessarily super constructive in the long run. And so you have to find your own unique balance or harmony, if you like that word yes. better of this, because it's a little bit different for, for everybody. And that's when it comes to like, Maybe you're a solopreneur who needs to find somebody else to 
compliment you. My business partner is a math and science genius. I'm not. I'm really, I like talking to people. Yeah. Right. So you balance each other really nicely. Very well. Very well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So really when we think about new entrepreneurs, we think about building a business. There has to be that commitment to awareness. There has to be that commitment to knowing what you're holding on to that you need to let go of, knowing what you need to just jump into and get going. But really that consistency that everyone talks about, it's not just go do. It's about consistently looking within as well as externally. But that intrinsic stuff, that internal stuff is what's going to help you move forward fastest. Getting all of that aligned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's the consistent, the the self-improvement journey and just mm-hmm. the entrepreneurial journey is wonderful. It's great. You're going to learn so much. But the thing you're hopefully going to learn the most about is yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why a practice of learning something new every day will never be, it'll never be not valuable. It'll never be less valuable than it is today. Mm-hmm. It'll always be more valuable as you become more valuable. So that's really like, yeah, the self-awareness and you're learning about yourself. Awesome. Okay. I understand myself at a deep level. Cool. Now, everything I learn, I also understand at a deeper level because I understand how it affects me mm-hmm. or how it it actually works into my business. So mm-hmm. yeah, learning about other things and learning about yourself every day, if you can do that, I think you're going to be in a way better position because you're going to be able to be honest with yourself. Look, maybe you don't want to work 80 hours a week. <laughs> Hey, maybe you do. What about like that? I've had clients who value work over family. Look, no judgment. If that's what works for them, that works works for them. That's not me. No, no. And that's just self-awareness. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you for having the courage to admit that good. But that's just a self-awareness thing that just comes in time. Oh, time. That one thing (laughs) that entrepreneurs, especially new, never feel like they have. There's that pressure. Mm. But learning who you are, learning what you want, and putting it into practice is going to speed that time up, I think, a little bit. Yeah. And I think an important understanding to have is that uh, most likely, statistically speaking, you're not going to make it overnight. No, thank you for saying that. Of course. Of course. (sighs) I'm still trying to figure it out. 1,200 episodes. We still haven't quote unquote made it. But the beautiful side of that is you're also not going to lose it all overnight. That I like that permission. I've had many people say, I'm a new entrepreneur. What advice? That you're not going to make it tomorrow, most likely, and that's okay. And you're also not going to lose it all tomorrow. I Mm -hmm. think it's important to understand that time can be your friend if you're able to leverage it correctly. And here's my frame around this. Okay. If Mora calls me tomorrow and says, Mm -hmm. hey, Kev, we're going for a run. I say, (laughs) okay, all right, we're going to do this. Three questions. Where are we going? What time are we going and how far are we running? Like, just give me an understanding of how far we're running because that's going to determine a lot of my expectations. If Maura says we're running a mile and I show up ready for a mile and we start running and then Maura says, ah, it's 26 miles. I, I had the wrong page. It's actually 26 miles. And I've been sprinting for the first mile. I'm in trouble. Oh. I'm not going to get to the end most likely. I think many entrepreneurs are set up from a place of, this is a sprint. And if your expectations are based on a sprint, you're not going to pack right. You're not going to eat right. You're not going to hydrate right. You're not going to stretch right. 
and you're not going to have the right plan, mm -hmm. understand that for all of us, it is a marathon. It is. Yes. The people that blow up and make it, that is just results not typical. That happens in every industry. It's most likely not going to happen to you, and that's okay. And I would argue that even if you see that blow up that happens overnight, there was so much that happened before internally uh, on sticky notes on someone's wall mm -hmm. that they told no one about. They laid all that groundwork so that when they went public or live with whatever they're doing, it took off because they had done so much that you will never mm. see. Beautifully said. You'll, you'll love this. I do not call it overnight success. I call it overnight awareness. Yeah. It's just ev now everybody knows. You were the same yesterday as you are today, but now whatever it is, now LeBron James tweeted out your motivational video. You're the same person. Yeah, that's the other thing is you have to believe that what you're building, you're building a a foundation and you're building something wonderful behind the scenes that eventually all of that stuff will be seen one day. I don't know when it's going to happen, but one day we'll have a moment where we get a large influx of human beings who find our podcast uh -huh. and they're going to say, wow, where did they come from? We've been here. There's nobody, nobody really, really knew it. That's all. And that's just, that's yeah. just how it works. Oh, I could not have said that more beautifully. You're right. It just takes, it's that moment, that overnight awareness, Yeah. because there is that moment for just about everyone at some point, if you stick with it, yeah. if you work through the hard stuff and stick <laughs> with it, create those good solid habits of working every day or just working to move forward, whether it's on yourself or in your business, whatever that looks like for you, just taking those action steps and being intentional with it. Mm. So one question that I've been dying to ask you, what is your one single piece of advice? If you can only give one piece of advice to entrepreneurs who are kind of stuck in that early moment where it doesn't necessarily feel good yet. It feels like there's a lot of sticky notes involved. Mm. What would you, what kind of advice would you give them? Uh, two things. One. I said one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. One you can thing. Have two. One thing in a compound sentence. Okay. Do the thing that scares you. The, the, and the reason I say that is usually there's something there that we just don't want to do that might be the unlock to what we should be doing. That's one thing. And based on the listeners, uh, start doing stuff for free. Uh, hear me out. I know there's a fine line between devaluing yourself and, and hurting yourself worth with, with mm -hmm. stuff like that. But here's what I like to do. Number one, when you jump on a call for free, the expectations are very low. So if you deliver at any level, the person's going to be blown away. That's part one. Part two, you're going to get to know your target demographic at a very, very deep level. That's part two. Number three, you're going to figure out if you're any good or not. And you're going to figure out how confident <laughs> you are. And that's great. That is great. And then the fourth thing is, if you coach somebody for free for, say, a month, hypothetically, mm -hmm. at the end of the month, it's a lot easier to ask for money because they already know what they're going to get. So that's what we did at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me tremendously. And I still do free calls with listeners based on the fact that they're so valuable. That's what I would say. I would say that if you're a service provider, if you're a coach, if you're looking mm -hmm. to you know, grow that, and then do the thing that scares you. It scares you for a reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if that reason is because it's the number one thing you should be doing? Yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. 
So I'll allow that. That was a pretty good one <laughs> piece of advice. We'll call it one. I'm long winded. I'm, I'm you, talk so much. It's you ugh. just took a deep breath in and it just all came out. Right. It was one, yes. one statement. Yes, I, one statement. I'll buy that. Thank you. So making sure that you're doing what scares you. That's a hard one, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. I, I tend to agree. It's the same advice I give. Mm. is to get out there and do the thing that scares you. For a lot of people, it's networking. Just go out and start a conversation. Yeah, Networking doesn't have to be the big ballroom with all the people in it. It can be a coffee chat with one person mm-hmm. and that's it. Just getting out there and talking to people and yeah, doing things for free. I know you, I, I'm worried that you were afraid I was going to cringe, no, um, no, no, but no, 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 I'm I'm kind of on the same train with you on that. I, I learned so much when I do those free calls, yeah. when I sit down and just with an open mind, really listen and see what they have to say and offer that value back. Yeah. It ends up being an, an amazing experience for me as the business owner, but also I hope, and I get good feedback and I'm sure you do too. It's helpful for that person on the other end, the person that you're showing up to just serve. Mm. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing, how many, and you don't have to answer this, but how many times have you done a free call with somebody and they get to the end and say, Hey, how much does it cost to work with you again? Oh, interesting. Because you just want to add value. Just let me add value. Mm -hmm. So a hundred percent, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent on that. In fact, I had someone come back to me one time and she reached out a month later because I truly was just serving. She said, I need to know how much it costs to work with you because you showed up on that call and you didn't ask anything of me. You came to help me and I just, I was blown away. Yeah. Like it's that, that mentality of show up and serve. You wanted what was best for her regardless of yourself. That's it. And I, people can tell, and that's Mm -hmm. rare. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of people. I mean, there are, but like statistically (laughs) there's less people that are just showing up, trying to serve than there are showing up with their own motives. And again, there's nothing, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you'll stand out. That, that's what, that's the goal. And that is you will stand right. out in a way that most other people won't. And that's just a benefit in the long run for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Kevin, I cannot believe all the wonderful things you've shared with us, the wisdom, that self-awareness, really the hyper-consciousness of getting in touch with who you are as you start to grow your business. That's really going to help you move forward. Um, and also your advice that you just offered us. I know that my listeners are going to want to check you out. So how can they find you? What's the best way to get get kind of hooked into your network and what you're doing? I appreciate that very much. And thank you for the kind words. Just search Next Level University. That's the best way to do it is uh, listen to the show or we have a website, Next Level Universe. But I think that because you're going to figure out one of two things. A, I am the type of person who listens to these two young men. B, these two young men are not for me. No harm done. <laughs> I think that's probably the best place to find us. And everything is in our show notes if you need anything. Perfect. And I will make sure I put links to your resources in our show notes here today mm-hmm. so that it will be super simple to just click. You don't even have to search. <laughs> I'll make it as easy as possible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kevin, for your time today, for your wisdom and your expertise. And I cannot wait to keep listening. Man. 12, I just keep coming back to that concept. 1,200 episodes already recorded. It all That's started amazing. with one. It, it all started, started with, with one. one. We all start in that same place. Yes. We start at ground zero and build up every single person. And I think it's just important to remember that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Wow. I don't know about you, but I am still thinking about all of the different ideas that Kevin shared with us today from the concept of looking inward and recognizing what we need to get rid of, maybe what we need to keep, what we need to accentuate, what we need to say, this is not serving us. And to be consistent in that practice of self-awareness and self-reflection so that you are working toward those external goals that motivation is staying strong. And at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, it's really important to get feedback, to explore the next step, to take it to the next level. If you, and I know you will, if you want to check out Kevin, learn more about what he and his business partner are all about, I encourage you to check out his podcast, Next Level Universe, or you can catch up with him on his website at nextleveluniverse.com to learn more about all that he is doing to do more good out in the world. That is always one of the key things that I'm interested in, especially as an entrepreneur is doing more good in the world, and Kevin is certainly doing that in spades. So this week, take a moment to reflect And think about how you can get more feedback in your business. And then maybe even ask someone for a little bit of feedback. But keep in mind Kevin's tips about asking someone for feedback who is not going to benefit or feel detracted from by offering you unconditional feedback. It's tricky to find that person, isn't it? But I know that you can do that. And I'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, where a focus on mentoring, community, and implementation removes the overwhelm of building your successful business and adds in a dose of momentum. Until next time, have a healthy, safe, and happy week.